Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What the Bills did was a logical, measured gamble, and now they're going to have some losses this year. It's not going to be a phenomenal offseason for the Bills, but you're right. They can get out of it quickly. They can remain a deep playoff run team throughout this. The Saints are just living it in debt. <laughs> they're just living in credit card debt, and they're going to be doing it for the next four or five years. That is our man, Mike Tanier. Just uh, had a very enjoyable visit with him uh, last segment. You can check that out at uh, WGR550.com or also the Odyssey app if you are so inclined. Excuse me, 803-0550 is the number. Nate Geary is in for Mike Shope here today. I am the Bulldog. and We're talking about free agency with news today that the, the Bills, along with well, all 31 other teams in the league have got a little more working capital to deal with. They, um, the cap is going to be about I don't know, somewhere between 10 and 12 million higher than it was projected to be. So we're trying to find cool ways to spend that money, I guess, is one way to look at it. Time now for us to get connected with our fans, which is brought to you by Northtown Kia, Western New York's number one Kia dealer. Shop online at NorthtownKia.com. Ryan is first up this segment. Hi, Ryan. Thank you for calling. You're on WGR. All right, guys, I'm going to be a total buzzkill here, but I, I have that we're hanging no up on interest. You. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no interest in, you know, looking at this news as um, as if we're, you know, going to be able to spend more. I just think, you know, some of the mistakes, you know, in hindsight, obviously now they look like mistakes um, that we've done with some contracts. You know, the cap now certainly looks real, and I think it's an opportunity for us to, you know, maybe not have to restructure somebody like a Dawson Knox or, you know, keep restructuring Allen to the degree that we have. I mean, if you look at, like, Mahomes' cap hit versus Allen's cap hit per year that they, you know, how, how deep they are into their contracts, next year, before we even touch Allen's contract, he's only $2 million cheaper against the cap than Mahomes. Um, and if we do it again, I'm sure Allen's going to be more expensive than um, Mahomes is if, you know, they were to leave Mahomes alone. But long and short, you could look at it any different way. I think it's just an opportunity to be a little bit more financially smarter and, you know, hopefully it doesn't burn you down the road. Yeah, no, I hear you. You'd like you'd like to be able to do that. I mean, I mentioned, um, and thank you for the call, Ryan. I mentioned while we were talking to Mike Tanier that the Chiefs kind of did that, right? They they sat on Mahomes' deal and had the big cap number uh, two years ago and traded Tyreek Hill, and it was kind of a step back kind of year, maybe a bit of a reset, reload kind of year, and all they did was go ahead and win the Super Bowl. Um, I, I I'd love it if the Bills didn't have to touch any of these contracts, but I, I you know, <laughs> they can clear they're 41 now we think over the salary cap they can clear more than half of that just by redoing Allen's contract 
and and he's Josh Allen. So I like I know it's not ideal, um, and the cap that cap number is only going to go up the more times you do this. But I don't see any other way short of taking a year where you just go, we're just not. We're, you know, we're, we're going to have street-free agents playing on our defensive line because we can't afford anyone, and I, I think that would be irresponsible. So it's not a go-for-it year, but to me it's also not a let-me-lay-down-and-just-get-run-over just year. Josh Allen's their quarterback. He's going to be their quarterback for 10 more years. So kick it down the road. I got no problem with that. Where, where I where I would balk at opening up cap room by redoing veteran contracts is with Diggs, who to me is a year away from you wanting to divest yourself of him entirely. Von Miller, same deal. Like if I, if I could walk away from Von Miller right now, I would, but I can't. So do I want to open up room salary cap wise by kicking his can down the road? No. Because I'm not sure he's ever going to be even a reasonable facsimile of the player we thought they were signing two marches ago. So I think you just got to kind of live with those. And so in those cases, I do that. But Allen, to me, is different. He's younger. He's still a cornerstone player and will be for years to come. So I think you, you almost have to do that to open up the room so that you can replenish your defensive end and defensive tackle positions. I think that's just how it has to be. Yeah, I also might want to say, too, like with Josh Allen, two years into Patrick Mahomes' uh, eight-year or ten-year extension or whatever it was, they extended him again. They didn't extend him because he was running out of years. They extended him because, A, they wanted to give him more money up front because he had earned it. He's the best quarterback in football. But also because they wanted to create flexibility. This is not just a you have to restructure guys. Like, Taron Johnson's probably going to get a little one-year extension. I think Deion Dawkins is going to get an extension. Mm -hmm. I think there's a good chance Rasul Douglas will get extended. Those right there mean you are creating cap space this year by extending him. So it's not just about restructuring. It's also rewarding guys with extensions. It's a, it's a, it's a no-brainer, like especially Deion Dawkins. Like he's earned an extension, and that extension will also free up some cap space. And it doesn't hurt you because you're not kicking a can down a road. You are rewarding right. a guy for playing well and also helping yourself out in the process. With Josh Allen, I could even see the Bills this year. It wouldn't surprise me at all. If the Bills announced an extension for Josh Allen this offseason with the idea that they dramatically reduce the cap hit this year, but give him a whole bunch more money, add a couple of void years to his contract, and have the ability to give themselves some some restructure opportunities down the road while also rewarding him for being the second best quarterback in football for the last three years. So, yeah, this is not just, hey, we got to restructure and kick the can down the road and turn into the Saints. This is, you can still do that, but you could also extend guys that are 27, 28 years old and aren't old and aren't going to hurt you if you extend them. Um, and also, in the meantime, help yourself in the process. So there, there is more to this whole conversation than just simply saying we have to restructure and kick the can down the road. There is there's other options. How do you want to proceed with Tredavious White at this point? Joe Biscaglia's idea, I think, made a lot of sense. Giving him an extension with non-guaranteed money, meaning we can give you some more money this year, uh, sign you with the expectation that at the end of training camp, if it's not looking good, or at some point throughout the offseason, it's just this isn't working, we can cut you and not be hurt from a cap hit perspective, um, or get through the year and your cap hits lower and next year we can cut you and and it's right. not it's not going to hurt us financially. Cuz straight up the way I understand it, straight up releasing him this year 
there would be some savings, but the dead money outweighs the savings by almost fifty percent. Like yeah. I think I think it's like six million in savings, ten million dead is I th- I think the numbers if I understand it correctly. Yeah, and that doesn't sound like a great idea. And again, you could do the post June first thing, but that money that's not giving you money for to, for the right. start of free agency and the start of league year. So yeah, I, I think that, that's the trickiest one because. I think part of this too is the the team is gonna. This is gonna be a really difficult decision for Brandon Bean. I don't envy his position because I, they want to do right by Trey White. He was Sean McDermott's first draft pick. He is an emotional heartbeat of this team. He he is the things he did, went through after the ACL injury, the hard work that he put in. Um, this is not just a decision you, you can look at and say this is strictly a business decision, although whatever they decide, it will be because of business. There is – it's a more complicated business decision than, than cutting, you know, De- De- Deontay, Deontay Johnson – or uh, uh, Hardy. Deontay Hardy, right? It's, it's a different type of decision because of the investment that the, that the team has made in him and he's made into the team and what they think of Trey as a person. That is – going to make this decision that much more difficult for, for Brandon Bean. Again, I don't envy it, but at the same time, um, I, I can't ex- exactly remember the structure that Joe B had, but I thought it was the most creative. Uh, it gave him an, another opportunity to play football this year, if he can, and also allow them to get basically out of his contract scot-free next year um, by doing so. So, I, yeah, I, I think that could make a lot of sense for the team. Yeah, as cold as the business certainly can be, and there's... <laughs> million examples uh, of that across the league and even here in Buffalo, it it does feel like Tredavious White is, I think they they would probably want to be mindful of what that would look like to the rest of the team. Right. I mean, he's, he's working. He's, you know, we, we know the history here. Um, What I always have in the back of my mind is how open he was. And I admire this about him, but it, it sort of haunts me now how open he was about how hard emotionally the rehab was for him off the ACL. And to, to have to do that again here with, you know, albeit a different injury, but still, um, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm sitting here wondering if he's got it in him, I guess, is, is, one, is one thing. And, and I, I, don't, I don't say that lightly, and I don't say that to um, be dramatic either. I, I just think it's... You know, emotionally, I I wonder like does a guy? I always wonder how these guys do it at all. I mean, it's just such a hard thing to come back from. And I know they're motivated by you know getting their careers back and their earning and all of that stuff. Um, but it's still it's it's a lot to go through twice in three years. Yeah, and is is a tough as injury as any uh, to come back from at the position that he plays. You know, we talked about how hard it is for cornerbacks coming off torn ACLs because of the movements required at the cornerback position, a lot of stopping. Um, and you know, the AC, uh, the, the Achilles is no different. It's, it's a, it's a very difficult uh, injury to come at, And he's not 30 years old yet, but two injuries like that back to back, there's an expectation he's going to slow down. And, you know, I, I always had thought this, but I wonder if, you know, everybody sort of asked this question, but a move to safety, could that make sense? You know, it might. I have brought that up to Sal, and maybe we can revisit it um, because I'm pretty sure Sal has looked like his his thought on it. Well, I'll, I'll let him respond, but I, I think it's the athletic profile doesn't really fit. He's not a big tackler, and whether or not like that would stylistically fit. Like I, I started thinking about that when he was coming back from the ACL injury. 
<laughs> even like two yeah. years ago. Like, is he a potential switch to safety? I'm thinking about Rod Woodson, right? Like yep. a fantastic corner, eventually became a, an all pro safety. Um, and I'm not, not sure. I mean, not, not that sale has to be the, the judge and jury on it, but, um, that maybe stop, you know, his athletic profile does not fit that transition. Uh, we'll see. Remind me to bring it up with Sal in 20 minutes when he joins us. 803-0550 is the phone number here. Nate Geary in for Mike Shope. I am the Bulldog. As I said, Sal coming up in about 20 minutes. We'll continue pouring over uh, the news today about the salary cap in the league and finding ways for the Bills to creatively spend their money. Uh, Eventually, we'll get to Sabres pregame at 6. The Sabres are in Columbus to play the Blue Jackets. That is all ahead tonight on WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.